Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. This week's episode comes out of a light bulb moment. Lessons learned. You just <laughs> lessons learned from my chiropractor. <laughs> my life is such a circus. But seriously, I went to see my chiropractor this week and I asked him and just a, a tiny bit of a background. Mm-hmm. I have so many problems with my neck and I fell in November at Kaylee's soccer practice, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I had a concussion, but that's a whole other story. Don't worry about don't that. Don't worry part. about that. Who cares? I kept going. <laughs> and since then I've had a lot of pain in my neck. So I started going back to my chiropractor who I love to death. I've known him for many years. And when I always have such tight muscles mm-hmm. in my neck. Mm-hmm. And when I went to see him, I said, you know, do you think it would help if I maybe supplemented my chiropractic treatments with a massage, like a little bit or something like that? And he said, you know, yeah, you could do that. He said, but are you going to go and actually like let go for that hour massage? Are you actually going to relax or is it just going to be like another job, like another thing you have to do? And I was like, it's probably going to be another job. I'm probably not going to relax hundred percent. And he said, then it's not going to matter. And I literally thought to myself, I am constantly looking for solutions outside of myself, like Mm -hmm. exterior solutions. And the answer is really with me because I cannot relax. I cannot let go. I do certain things to try to help myself. And yes, I have a great morning routine and I, I do my workout and I eat healthy, but I never truly let go and relax yeah. other than the five minutes that I do my meditation in the morning. And clearly that is not enough, right? It's not enough. So when I was driving back to the office from my appointment, I'm thinking to myself, this has been in my hands this whole time. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, I'll continue to go to him because I just love him. And I do feel better when I treat with him. But in terms of relaxing the muscles in my neck, it's all from stress. It's all from stress. That's where I get all of my stress. I carry it. And I, I actually had somebody tell me once that all of my stress is at the base of my neck Mm -hmm. and right at my shoulders. And that's where I carry all of it. And I I know too, because I could be sitting at my desk and I'm just going to be like hunched. Like I'm almost like curled up and it, it just sits right there. Right. And no matter how light you can go the next day with your workout or you go see the chiropractor or like a massage or something like that, it's so true. It still comes back. It's not permanent. It's always there. It's like a deposit in the bank of, oh, look, this is going to help me feel better. But like really at the end of the day, it has to come to with down to how we tackle things within our own mindset. And it was funny because Earlier this afternoon, before we we were sat down to record this, and before Laura even came back from her chiropractor appointment, I walked into our paralegal's office, and I was just like, "I got a vent." <laughs> there was a transaction that was driving me crazy today, and we were talking, and I was like, "You know, I never do this. I never take time to go get like a pedicure or go like take time for myself on a weekend, because I always feel really guilty yeah. about leaving my kids and leaving my husband and like." 
taking even an hour out of the day. Okay. I just like, feel like I can never really relax. And I said to her, I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to bring a book. Maybe I'll even leave my phone in the car. I don't know, but I just need to disconnect because I feel like I'm so tightly wound and I really need to relax and enjoy. But now hearing this from Laura, it's making me think about how I'm going to show up to that pedicure, right? Because I could show up to it and be like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this hour. This will be great. What's more important is actually how am I going to carry that hour of like peace and that change of like a mindset into the rest of my day. It's not about like that one specific moment. So like for your example with the the massage, it's like, oh yeah, even if I let go for that one hour and really enjoy it, what if I don't carry any of that energy into the rest of my day? And you're treating it like a job, like a you're, job. Yeah, you're treating it like another thing on your to-do list of right. like, that's done. Okay, right. checking it off. And I think the question we want everybody to consider is, is the answer to whatever issue you're having really within your control? Right. Like you're, like I know with myself, like I'm looking, trying to find all these outside solutions, like my workouts, do I need to go for a massage? Do I need to go back for acupuncture? Nothing works. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's because it's really, I need to find more time to to decompress and be present and de-stress from everything that we have going on on a daily basis. And I bet you it starts to get better if I, if I focus on that. And he even said to me, he was like, cause he knows he's known me for so long. He knows how into, you know, my health I am. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why don't you enjoy your workout tomorrow instead of looking at it as just another thing you have to do that day. And when I left, I was like, all right, I will. Mm -hmm. And when I was driving back, I thought to myself, you know, I do. I love my workouts, but it is something that's just a part of my routine. Like I get up, I do my morning routine. I go through my workout and it's so rare that I'm actually present and focusing on what I'm doing. I'm lifting, I'm doing a video, whatever, but I'm normally listening to a podcast, following a video. I'm never in the moment enjoying my workout. Does that make sense? Totally. Well, cause I, I deal with the same thing. I struggle with the same thing. If I'm typically, if I'm doing a workout and I'm following like a, a podcast or a video or something like that, I have something that I'm paying attention to. Although I do also really like to try and pay attention to like the muscles that I'm working, you know, to engage mm-hmm. them a little bit better, which by the way, lots of research to support that about the mind body connection of how you can actually work your muscles better. If you're actually paying attention to every sensation of, you know, that, but that it kind of translates to what we're talking about here is being present. One of the things I write in my journal every single morning is that I am a patient present mom to my kids every single day, because it's a struggle for me, especially been a struggle for the past almost what, three and a half years now of being a business owner and how difficult it is because from the moment my eyes wake up, I'm thinking about my to-do list for the day. And it really is a question of conditioning for me. Like why worry? Why be thinking? Why be sitting and stewing in all of that worry and not being present in the things that I think if I was more present in them, they probably would have much, much greater beneficial effect on me. Right. Instead of just feeling like, oh, got that done, got that done, got that done. Let's move on to the day. 
you know, I said this to Laura before we started recording, all of that helps. I, I can't imagine what my day would look like. Well, I can, because it's happened where my morning routine doesn't start no, with the way that I like worse. it to. And I know how I feel just like engaging in that little bit of time of reading and journaling and, you know, just having a little bit of quiet time before the house wakes up. I know how precious that is to me. So I do know that it helps in some way. It definitely helps. And so it definitely conditions the day, but there's a certain point where when you're doing the same thing over and over again, it becomes a habit. It becomes routine. It doesn't have that spark that it normally would. Right. So for your case, it's like, maybe I could rotate in a massage. Well, would it also kind of get jaded over time if you're not really enjoying it? And if you're not really, you know, being present in those moments, like, is it really going to have that same impact over the long term if you don't set yourself up to like, okay, this is my time going to be present. I'm going to enjoy this. I really think, sense. yeah, I really think that lack of presence causes so many problems. Yeah. I think it causes a lack of focus, lack of attention, lack of ability to retain information. For me, the pain in my neck, because I'm always, I'm just so stressed. I can never let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who I was listening to. I think it was Jim Quick. I'm reading his book, Limitless. Oh, I told you this. So good. It is a 380 page book. I'm almost done with it. Stop it. You just started that. That Can like, you believe how fast one? I read that that's book? Because I'm doing his speed reading, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but I am obsessed with his teachings on brain health and mm. cognitive issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that, because it's hard for me to remember things. I will yeah. walk into, my mom says I'm always like this, but I, I think this is a more recent thing. I tend to disagree, but <laughs> I will walk into a room and not remember why I walked in there. I will, you know, the kids will tell me they want to eat something or what they want, you know, for lunch that day. And I'll be like, what did you want again? I can't remember. Mm. And so I, what I was listening to him driving to the chiropractor and he was talking about how lack of presence is what causes you to not remember things. Because when I am listening to somebody, if I'm listening to one of my kids or I, my brain is like half listening and the rest of it is talking. Yeah. Like there's some other conversation going on in my head about yeah. something I have to do at work, a pro- an issue that a client, ha- I woke up this morning and I, f- and I was thinking about one of my cases. First thing in the morning, I'm thinking about, yeah. oh my God, this is his issue. This is what I have to do to rectify it. Should I do this? Should I? First thing in the morning. So my brain is almost, it's always like it's half in the conversation and half somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that that causes a lot of my problems. And we're also like moving at a pace that I just don't remember moving at this pace when I was a kid or watching my parents move Mm -hmm. at this pace. We have so much on our plates too, that I almost, (laughs) I would always say that like when my husband and I, Joey and I get home, I feel like we are just racing around the house. Yeah, It's just get inside, get the kids stuff unpacked, get the dinner started, get dinner on the table, feed the kids, send them off to play, have a five minute conversation with each other. And then we're off to doing dishes, then baths, then getting ready for the next day. It's just like nonstop. And it's the same thing over and over again. And what I find myself is that I'm going through those motions of doing all those things and thinking about something else, even if somebody else is talking to me in my house and that, I don't know how to turn that off. Like that's really frustrating for me because that I feel like is such a big impact to 
um, my focus. So then what I try to do, what I, what I think would work is filling it up with being focused on something like listening to a podcast or listening to music. And even with that, I find that I'm just distracted. Like I cannot listen to things even when I'm working. I, okay. Christmas music is the exception, (laughs) but like, I really don't like listening to a lot of like loud or raucous music when I'm working because it distracts the heck out of me. Jim Quick says that it needs to be classical music, Mm. just instrumental, Mm -hmm. because if you're listening to songs with words uh, songs that you like, songs that, you know, make you think about things or whatever, that in and of itself is a distraction. Yeah. If you're listening to classical music, there's no words to distract you. You kind of just like hear the sound in the background, but you can better focus on what you're doing. And it's interesting then too, because this morning I was in a state of flow, which if you've never been in a state of flow in your work day, it's like the most magical thing ever. Doesn't happen that often anymore. (laughs) Doesn't happen very often, but I was, and it was so great because I felt really immersed in what I was doing. And maybe that's also another just like takeaway too, is that it could be that you have to frame it in your mind that this is like your flow state. This is your time to be in flow because the rest of the day might be chaotic, right? After my appointment tomorrow, I'm going to come home. My kids are going to need me every five seconds. We're going to have things to do. We have places to go. But at least maybe I could be like, all right, for this hour, let me try and be present. Let me enjoy every moment of it. Uh, There was an interview I actually listened to not that long ago. I think it was on Mel Robbins' podcast. And she had a scholar on there talking about like, really being in tune with like the senses and your sensation of like brushing your teeth and like really feeling the bristles, thinking about like the brush in your hand and like really getting very elemental on every little aspect of your normal routines to find more joy in what you do. Think about it. Do you even remember when you brush your teeth in the morning? You're flying through the routine, get up, brush your teeth, go downstairs, work out. It's It's like the same thing. I know when I do it because it's the same time every single day, it's the same habit loop that I go through. But you know, we start to like, you get detached from those moments. I joke, but like the coffee clutch that Laura and I have, and we sit and we just talk is some of the most present time that I have during the day. Cause it's just me and her drinking a cup of coffee, talking about whatever it is. Yep. Even when things are blaring in the background, that's the time that you carve out. So I think the lesson that I really learned today is that I am not present. Mm -hmm. Like you were talking about how when we sit down during the day and we, even if it's five minutes Mm -hmm. and we just have, it's never five minutes, but whatever, even if it's just five (laughs) minutes that we're having a conversation, like we are focused on that conversation. Yeah. Outside of that. I am running everywhere all day long, like a squirrel. And my brain is running in circles. And I don't know what it was about what he said to me, but it really struck a chord because I really feel like the answer has been here the whole time and I have to take control of it. I've been, you know, my neck is in so much pain all the time. So my, my friend is a physical therapist and she came over on Super Bowl Sunday and she was rubbing my neck and she was like, what the she's oh my god your neck is always so tight and I was like I know it's terrible but I think that it's really has to do with a lack 
of presence mm-hmm. and a lack of relaxation. Yeah. Because I can't sit still long enough to actually relax and be present. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So the first thing is recognizing, right? That like seeking something outside of yourself, while it might put a bandaid on something, it's really not healing the wound that you have to heal. Okay. It's just keeping it status quo for what it is. So you can go get a massage tomorrow, Katina, and it might really not do much of anything Mm -hmm. because you might not be able to relax. So the, the point I think that we're trying to make is that you have to like diagnose and treat what's underneath before you start putting all of the band-aids on it, before you start adding in more things to your routine. It's like maybe just reevaluate and reframe some of the issues that you have and see if there's something that you're overlooking. Like ask yourself a better question. What is it that causes you to be so distracted? Is it because you have music on that's not classical? as this guy says, is it because you're leaving your outlook inbox open? Is it because you have an AirPod in your ear? Everybody has an AirPod in their ear all the time now. I don't get it. All the time. I don't get it. I just, all the time. It's like, wait, how could you be listening to me and somebody else at the same exact time in your ear? I don't know. But all of that, right? Our society, we're like always connected. And I think we have to start deprogramming ourselves from that. He he had Jim Quick had somebody on also that I was listening to, and I got to go back and look at his name in the book. One of the books he wrote, it's about our dinosaur brain in this technological, technologically mm. advanced world, and our brain is not designed for this. So, and I think that's one of the things I struggle with. I mean, yeah. I think our kids will maybe be better at it because they have grown up this way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they'll be worse. I don't know, but. For us who didn't grow up this way to have now all these advances in technology where it's we are literally on 24 seven and it's really hard to sit down and focus and not be distracted. Yeah. So I think for me, I maybe I have to start with a longer meditation session in the morning Mm -hmm. because that's the quietest time of day for me. At night, I'm just too tired. I can't even focus on a meditation. And I, like, I'm so tired when yep. I sit down at night, forget no. it. Um, but I think that that's where I'm going to begin. Maybe spend a little more time in the morning mm-hmm. doing a meditation and sitting and being quiet. You know, my muse that I got, my headband, and Mike thinks I'm a psychopath, but it recognizes your and measures your level of calmness okay, and that's stillness wild. while you're meditating. My levels are, it's never over 60% for me. Mm-hmm. And I know why, because yeah. it's very hard for me to calm down and be present and in the moment and relax. So I've actually been using that to try to measure, like I need to get my score up, another score, something else I need something to Something else to up. achieve. But yes. I think that that's where I need to begin because yeah. if I can have a little more time where I'm relaxed and being present, I think that that will help to start maybe unwind the issues that I'm having yeah. with my neck. Yeah. Um, but we really, I mean, the the purpose of this episode was to really give you some food for thought and have you consider like, if there's something that you're struggling with, like me with the neck pain, um, stress, all, you know, things like that, like, is the problem, is the answer really within your control? Because for me all this time, I've just been rolling with it and thinking that I needed something external to solve the issue. Um, but I think it's actually within my control and something internal. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.